All right, so moving past that, I want to talk about to? some DC shit, bro. All right, we're going into Ultimate Edition now. Ultimate Ultimate Edition of Batman oh, vs Superman. Superman. Okay. Shit, man. This came out July, right? July nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. July nineteenth of twenty sixteen. I saw Batman vs Superman trailer, the theatrical edition, when it the fir- the first week it came out. I saw it the day it came out. Oh, okay. Well, fuck you. <laughs> it was your fucking fault. You didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> and then I saw it with Vin. That shit was lit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Saw it in theaters. I liked it. You know, I liked the theatrical edition. Yeah. A lot it, of people, was, yeah, hated it. I was... See, I wasn't like those people just fucking hated it to hate it. And like I'm also... Was... I also wasn't one of those people who fucking... Oh, God, this was the greatest movie ever. Just yeah. to say it was the greatest movie ever. Yeah. I was in between. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with certain things, but I was also disappointed with other things. Yeah. One, like, the acting, I think, was great in yeah. the film. I loved um, Ben Affleck, which which I thought was going to be the dull spot of the entire movie. He ended oh, up becoming man. the bright spot of the entire movie. Everybody I think he was nailed like, yeah. Batman. He was so perfect in that movie. Yeah. Um, the thing that I think just threw me off was just... They didn't give. They didn't pay attention to enough detail uh, as to why Batman and Superman were going up against each other. Yeah, I think for one, and secondly, they wanted to take so many arcs, so many big time arcs from DC Comics, mm-hmm. and just squeeze them into a two and a half hour film. Yeah, it was like you got you had Red Sun, you had Doomsday coming in, and like the spoilers. Of, by the way, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. Well, this is the theatrical version, so yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen this one, you're a fucking idiot yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let so. her out. Hmm? You want to let her out? Nah, I'm good. Fucking <laughs> suffer. <laughs> she has to imagine the pee pot. <laughs> or whatever that thing where she pees on. Ah! All right, shut up. <laughs> That's it. Go chicha. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> My bad for the interruption. To be to continue. <laughs> to be continued. Five minutes later. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Back so, at it. <laughs> um, yeah, they just squeezed in a lot. Like I was saying, Red Sun and uh, you had Death of Superman in yeah. there. Which was... That threw me off. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? They yeah, put that was yeah. cool. That, yeah, was, that was cool. cool. I liked that they had it in there. Mm-hmm. But again, it just like it was just like cherry on top of like all the arcs that you already stacked up on me. Yeah. You had like the Red Hood stuff going on where where Joker murdered uh, Robin. Yeah, yeah. You know, which yeah. yeah. You had so, a little bit of Flashpoint in there with Flash coming through in the portal warning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Batman about Lois Lane's death. Just so much stuff going on at once. You had Lex, uh god. Oh my god. <laughs> I for one did not hate completely hate Lex. He was just there. A lot of people hated him. I was just like, whatever, that's fine. It's I think I think people took exception to Lex because it wasn't the traditional Lex Luthor. Yeah, that we've been accustomed to, you know, like cold and quiet and calculated mm-hmm. instead of just like it, they just did mad and insane, which I think it has to do with the actor chosen, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been hard to see him play traditional Lex yeah yeah knowing just like the way he looks and stuff it, it's just hard to imagine that he plays that kind of a Lex Luthor so he's I, just I would, like that he's very like 
he has ticks and like yeah neurotic very, yeah he's, he's neurotic. very neurotic yeah which I think I understand if that's the reason why they did it yeah if they is. said okay we need to rewrite this because of the actor we chose but at the same time why did you choose him then yeah why did you choose him then if you knew what he was going to look like and knew that you were going to have to adjust or was it that you wrote Lex Luthor to be neurotic like that and then thus you chose Jesse Eisenberg because he fit the description that's yeah. the answer I want which I know we're never going to get because Zack Snyder they, they're not going to give that kind of secret away yeah but that's one thing that well I've I mean he did admit about thing. like Jason Todd he confirmed that that's Jason Todd he's the Red Hood like the Robin that they the Robin costume they're like oh what's that and a lot of rumors but that was confirmed this Jason Todd well yeah yeah no, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be great, and mm-hmm. I so look forward to the solo Batman film. Oh, hell Which, yeah. also, I don't know if you heard, but at the panel for DC, they had a, a section where they brought out all directors for uh, future films. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought out Snyder for Justice League. They brought out the Wonder Woman director. They brought out Flash, Aquaman. And then they said, our newest edition, the director for the solo Batman project. Ben Affleck. Yeah! <laughs> Fucking... Oh. oh, man, it just came. But yeah, like, if, <laughs> if you don't know Ben Affleck, his career... Like, fuck the Daredevil movie. Like, that that was a... I mean... That wasn't his fault. I that wasn't his fault, yeah. Another was... thing that people complain about, like, that wasn't one of the reasons why I thought he was not gonna do well. No. I just didn't see him pulling it off in the beginning because, again, we didn't know at where in the timeline Batman was going to be. Yeah. Once it was confirmed that, oh, he's going to be more middle-aged and post-Jason Todd, then it'd be like, okay, you know, I can see that. Yeah. But him playing young Batman, that wouldn't have worked. No, no, hell no. (laughs) Yeah. He's actually, like, um, in real life, he's older. He's he's older than any Batman that's ever been played during their, you know, prime, whatever. But, yeah. George Clooney, really? George Clooney had grays. Well, that's his hair. I think he was, like late 30s or 40s when he played really? yeah fucking old bastard Clooney yeah now he's fuck really you. old yeah fuck you Clooney <laughs> the only shitty Batman I mean he did he did apologize about that so can't yeah, really but he him. was the only shitty Batman I know why they chose him cause he, in real life he was at that time he was a bachelor and they he, were like oh, whatever he was the only fucking old ass Batman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah I mean truth bombs <laughs> stupid <laughs> But yeah, Fuck like, George if you Clooney. know Ben Affleck's career, he is... He could direct the shit out of a movie. He could direct the shit out of a movie. He could write the hell out of a script. Like, dude, if you haven't seen... And he can act, so, like, that's... Yes. Like, he could so, really act. If you haven't seen The Town, you haven't seen Fargo... I think it was Fargo that he wrote and directed, or something like that. That's the one where he posed as, uh, as a movie guy? I think so. And something went, like that. And went to rescue those people? Whatever that had a lot of like great reviews. It, it, his... it was okay. Fuck that. Go see the town. Yeah, go in the town. The is town fucking amazing, was yeah. fucking amazing, and he directed that and started it. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, and I have and he confirmed that he wrote the Batman script, the solo Batman script with Jeff Johns, mm-hmm. the president of DC, the president of the New America. Yeah. <laughs> The two of them wrote it, and Ben Affleck now is confirmed as of the panel to direct the film. Oh, this movie is going to be amazing. 
there was some rumors I know a couple of months ago about it being a full-on Red Hood uh, type of film. Yeah. Just Batman and Red Hood. Now there's actually new rumors that appeared that the entire film will be set in Arkham Asylum. <gasps> oh, man. So they may follow the storyline of the game, uh, Arkham Asylum, where he's trapped in with Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. And all the rest of the cast of villains. Honestly, I hope they go with a different story. I mean, I love that game. I love the, all those games. But I think, you know, for a movie, definitely go for something different. I think Ben Affleck is going to make the right choices. I mean, he he really is a Batman fan. Like, if you didn't know that, now you know. He's he, He's been in comics. Like he's, I think he's wrote, wrote, written, like, a comic book. I don't know. But basically, he's, like, a fan. He's a true fan since before this movie and he really loves the character and remember that time when they were uh, interviewing for after the theatrical um, version of Batman vs Superman and they did that meme with him crying during that interview <laughs> I, in my head I think he was just like he's upset he was like god damn it why did I listen to Zack Snyder <laughs> like there was a lot of shit I should have not listened to him but one thing that should have everyone excited about this film mm-hmm. when he was asked about what you have in store mm-hmm. he said in plain sight quote this is going to be something you have never seen before <sighs> so this Batman movie is going to be nuts oh my god And pack your bags Christopher Nolan <laughs> <laughs> time to yes. think of you as like an antique so the solo Batfleck film yeah on it's way Ben Affleck directing writing it's gonna be fucking amazing writing along with Jeff Johns yeah who knows what other characters are gonna appear yeah I hope they keep it as much of a mystery like when they come up with the trailers keep it as vague as possible just show him just show him that's it <laughs> show him in show the him, suit yeah that's show him it. the Batcave some tidbits with Alfred cause Sassy Alfred is fucking amazing right yeah Sassy Alfred oh my god who plays that, him? Um, was it Jeremy Irons yeah Jeremy Irons um Fucking Sassy Alfred. I love him. He's he's the best Alfred that I've seen so far. Actually, um, I like Michael Caine, though. I like Michael Caine. Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White. Pass me the, the, the ketchup. Pass me the mustard. Pass me the mustard, Mr. White. <laughs> Master White. Master White. <laughs> oh, man. I, he was good. I like him. You know, I like the Christopher Nolan series in its own right. Uh, But Ben Affleck. Best man. Yeah. Best man. Yeah. So I'm looking forward for that. Um, what do we got next? Oh, we got to talk about the Ultimate Edition. We didn't... Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> we just talked about the Theatrical Edition. Okay, so yeah, those those were the things we had to say about the Batman vs. Yeah. Superman Theatrical Version. Uh-huh. Now, as for the Ultimate Edition, mm-hmm. I understand why the scenes were removed from the cut. Because mm-hmm. this makes the movie three hours long yeah. with the Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. But... However, <laughs> had these scenes been in the original cut of the movie, and yes, it would have been three hours at the theater, <laughs> it would have seemed like a terrible time for everyone. Yeah. But I guarantee you, you would have left the theater with a lot more smiles on their faces <laughs> following the film. Because this gave, I'm not going to say it tremendously helped the film, but it gave you a little more reason as to why Batman and Superman were, were fighting, fighting yeah. each other so and wanted this battle so badly yeah 
it like just they had little mm-hmm. little nuances here and there, little situations here and there that yeah. irked each character, that built up the anger towards each other. Yeah. In the theatrical version, we barely saw anything from Superman, Clark Kent, like reasons why he was like angry angry towards uh batman we saw like a couple things yeah you got a couple things like the the whole newspaper article yeah yeah the guy was branding yeah but like oh my god ultimate edition there's things in there that they didn't really tell you that would have been key to the plot yeah Uh, like for example (laughs) enjoy that one (laughs) everyone listening at home Um, example number one Sample one, that was missing from the film. <laughs> Flatulence. <laughs> Flatulence was missing from that Earth Superman. <laughs> they could have taken 15 seconds and just fucking added it. Yeah, I mean, it would have been great. Can't go wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, no. The whole thing about being the, the guy being branded, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, in the Ultimate Edition, the whole thing was set up by uh, Lex Luthor. Where yeah. he branded the guy himself, yeah, and then had Batman show up there, yeah, so that the guy would be detained and he would go in as like a Batman prisoner into the prison, mm-hmm. thus setting off Superman. See, minor little details like that, yeah, would have been huge and key to the overall story because then you know what Lex Luthor's plot ultimately was. Yeah, was to manipulate both guys into fighting each other. Yeah, we saw rather than having fucking two hours of not knowing what Lex Luthor is up to, (laughs) and then like in the last thirty minutes he tells Lois Lane his entire fucking plan all along. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it it seemed like very like oh he's just crazy in the in the theatrical version. This one he's just he's crazy, but he had a plan, and he was very manipulative, manipulative, and he yeah he fucked things up for everybody. (laughs) And it was it was interesting. Yeah. And like um, you know, you're kind of in on Lex Luthor's plot from uh-huh. the get go. You don't have to wait till yeah. two hours in to know what the hell he's up to. Yeah. Which I guess some people would complain about that, like, oh, you don't gave away the secret early. Mm-hmm. But it just it would make the plot more sensible. You don't feel like you're watching one fucking movie <laughs> for two hours, and then the last half hour you're watching a whole another movie. Yeah. That's just me. I don't know. Maybe. It's just, I think Zack Snyder had too many big ideas, and it yeah, was just too I much. Think he just wanted to make a non-missing movie. Yeah. A movie that just pinpointed and had something that every fan would have liked. Mm-hmm. And that's where you trip yourself up. Yeah. Because you try to please everyone. Yeah. There's always going to be someone disappointed. Yeah. Either way, you're gonna have someone disappointed. Yeah. But at least if you like, uh, not stick to like pleasing everybody, you're gonna have a better time. Yeah. It's just, it's just what is what it is. That's what you know. Like Power Rangers, you know, they're yeah. they they know they're getting shit on from people, but at least it's not a lot of people. It's yeah. just like they have faith. Yeah. You know. But yeah, um, Ultimate Edition just explains a lot, a lot more stuff. Finally, um. I'm a little upset. Not upset, but I'm like a little saddened that Jimmy Olsen was actually the guy. Like, because in the theatrical version, they didn't say who that fucking guy was, the the reporter. Okay, so the character in the very beginning of the film, the reporter that was with Lois Lane in the desert that was murdered. 
Yeah. Uh, they did not tell you. I think that's the reason why they didn't tell you in in the theatrical version because they didn't want heat from people <laughs> killing Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Five minutes into the film. <laughs> Either way, people just hated that fact. It was like, you killed Jimmy Olsen! People still, like, had their theories about that. I, I, I remember people, I was like, oh, that was Jimmy Olsen. Why'd you fucking kill him in the... F-? Yeah, there, there was always yeah. theories about that. But then they kind of revealed it in the Ultimate Edition. No, they did reveal it. Yeah. Really. it was just, I'm Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So... <laughs> and a fucking CIA agent, I guess? Yeah that, yeah, that was another thing. Like, Jimmy Olsen wasn't a CIA agent. He was yeah. a reporter for the Daily Planet. Yeah. That should have been straight. Yeah. That should not have been a thing in the fucking film. Yeah. And there was another thing. There was rumors fucking rampant about Batgirl having a cameo in the film. (laughs) Just having a conversation with Bruce Wayne. It's not even her in costume or whatever. Just having a conversation with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Never fucking happened. Mm. The reason being is because the actress... It was suspected that she was playing Batgirl, but she wasn't. She was playing a scientist in Star Lab. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the, yeah I remember. The I one saw that was helping Lois. Yeah, Lo- Lois. Lois yeah. yeah, that was the actress, Jenna Malone, who everyone thought, oh, she was Batgirl. <laughs> no, she wasn't. No. So that was another thing that kind of like, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, it still, it made the movie better. Yeah, I felt it just I but I understand why it wasn't in there mm-hmm. because it just would have made the film over three hours and it just yeah I don't know people would sat in the theater for three hours well I mean wasn't uh, The Dark Knight Rises pretty long it was like at least three hours or maybe even like 15 minutes less but I know that one was pretty long yeah it was pretty long but I don't know, I don't know. but the point is like I, I think, think yeah. people took a point from like the tr- last Transformers movie, that was three hours. Then. Oh god, that was like three and a that. half hours. Long. <laughs> I don't know why. What three and a half? It was like three and a half hours long. Jesus, how did I Eight not kill time. myself? <laughs> well, the problem with that was that there was three different plots going on at once. They were trying to tell a plot for their film and then trying to tell a plot for two sequels at the same Which time. Which shouldn't happen. It's, and, well, yeah, well, we know that now. Listen, Mark Wahlberg. I, you know, I loved you in the '90s, but just, I don't. I don't just disappear. Bl- listen, I don't blame Mark Wahlberg for that. If someone is like, "I'm fucking, I'm gonna give you twenty million dollars to be a Transformers," I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." I don't yeah, care sure. I shit. just keep spending all the money. I, 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 get I don't. It. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, if you, <laughs> I don't give a shit if the movie sucks. I'll ride. I'll ride Optimus Prime's back for for like ten minutes, or whatever. He should just do what uh, um, Samuel just, L. Jackson does. He, he should like, just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> he should just do the role that he did in um, that weird horror movie. I forgot what it's called. Oh, the the crappening. <laughs> <laughs> he should just do that role at always, even what? in Transform. What? No! <laughs> You're trying to kill me. What, ma'am? No. <laughs> Yeah, he knew that was a bad movie. Like, he... It's... Yeah, whatever. Uh, nevertheless. Um, yeah, Ultimate Edition, I think, created a lot more tension. Like, the whole thing with uh, Batman not liking Superman. Superman not liking Batman. Making it an understandable tension rather than what the theatrical version was just like... Where people were like, why are they fighting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was... It's definitely... 
Yeah. It's, it's definitely better. Definitely. It's worth watching. Uh-huh. I'll say that. If you didn't see it... Actually, I'm, I'm interested in... in pick, it up talk- your, pick it up at your local uh, gas station. Yeah, local gas station. Um, <laughs> wear some lube. <laughs> it's, it's on cassette. Yeah. <laughs> you get it as an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um... Fuck, what was I going to say? Damn it, why'd you distract me? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's worth watching. Um, oh, I'm actually interested in talking to somebody who's never seen the theatrical version and watched the Ultimate Edition first. Like, I want to see if... If it has a different effect. It has a different reverse. effect, and if it was, like, uh, maybe a better choice to do that than what they did. <laughs> so, you wanted them to release the, the Ultimate Edition in theaters... And then fucking put the shortened version on fucking Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, Do the opposite. Well, let me watch the film, but without certain scenes that I originally saw. Because I feel like the theatrical version was the director's cut. Because Zack Snyder wanted that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, damn, we're going long. Yeah, we, we fucking... Yeah, we gotta... Nah. We gotta get along. <laughs> nah, fuck that shit. This shit's not gonna be like three hours, man. <sighs> Fine. We but yeah. move on. We have nothing more to say on that numbers. <laughs> I shit. I feel like I promised a lot of stuff. Let's go to Killing Joke. All right, fine. Let's go. Let's go to Killing Joke because I don't. I guess we would talk about that other stuff later. Um. Yeah, Killing Joke. Fuck, man. Came out in theaters. It did, but I didn't fucking watch it. Oh yeah, theaters. we didn't watch it. We just watched it online. Wait, wait, no, we didn't. I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> I saw it through a window somewhere. Oh. <laughs> we bought the Blu-ray, Cleo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what. We, yeah, Blu-ray. We bought the Blu-ray, Leo. Like civilized people. Don't be a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> we Eddie, didn't pirate it at all. No, no. Why would we do that? What are we, savages? <laughs> no, um... So the Killing Joke. Killing Joke. My favorite about, um, comic book ever, actually. Yeah, yeah. What? You don't like it? <laughs> no, I actually... I love it. I love the whole basis. That was my first comic book that I ever read. Yeah. I love that fucking comic um, book. I love the basis. I love... The story, and I love the interpretive ending. Yeah. You just fucking decide what happens. It's yeah. not like they tell you what happens. I mean, Grant Morrison, the, the I guess, what was it, the writer from the Killing Joke book? Okay. Alright, whatever. Grant Morrison was in the <laughs> Killing Joke book, right? Just make that name The comic name. book. What? Just make that name up? No, Grant, Grant Morrison. He's <laughs> a comic book guy, dude. Alright, whatever. Grant go Morrison, no, no, go or, yeah, the, Grant he, he stayed, he's, he's, he stated about like the ending of the Killing Joke. By the way, spoilers. He dies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Grant, Grant Morrison dies <laughs> in the end of Killing Joke. <laughs> in the Killing Joke ending comic book, there's a a pan- like a couple panels where like Joker is telling him a, Batman a story about like some joke that he thought of whatever or some story basically, and then he's like funny, isn't it, or something like that, and then he starts laughing. Batman starts laughing. And then all you hear, all you see is like Batman just laughing, which is a, the same thing that happened in the movie. Batman mm. just laughing at the end. Well, sort of. Well, yeah. So the the way the movie ended was Joker told a joke, and he starts cracking up, and as does Batman, and you see Batman start to motion while he's laughing. Yeah. And puts his hand up on the shoulder of Joker. Yeah. As he's laughing closer to his face. Yeah. And then the camera kind of pans down yeah. to a puddle below them. And then you suddenly hear Joker stop laughing mm-hmm. and only Batman laughing. So 
so the point of that, just as it was in the comics, is to leave it up to your interpretation of what happens next. Yeah. Did Joker just stop laughing because he didn't think that Batman would laugh? Or did Batman just fucking break Joker's neck mm-hmm. and murder him? Yeah. He finally drove Batman to the point where Batman just like, fuck it. I'm Even Joker kill. said it. He said, all it takes is one bad day. All it takes is one bad day. And <laughs> in fairness, he he did the one thing that might have pushed Batman over the edge. Even after, you know, fucking Jason Todd, that wasn't enough to push Batman to that edge. Yeah. But the fact that he shot Barbara, and Barbara became paralyzed, and then he raped her. Yeah. Which, a lot of people were like, that didn't happen. No, that, that, that happened. That did just... happen. In fact, they kind of covered it up by panning away once he unbuttoned the shirt. Yeah. He just... placed... You gotta look at this shit. You gotta look at the scene yeah. where he places his hand on his on her breast. Yeah. And just like, he's like, what was it that he said? Um, Oh, to prove a point. Yeah, Because she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, to prove a point. And then, yeah. you know, it cuts he away. Gra- he grabs the breast and then it cuts away. Cause yeah. They, they obviously, even at an R-rated film that comes out in theaters and straight to DVD, it's yeah. never shown on TV, yeah. they cannot show that. Yeah. But they fully implied it. Yeah. In fact, if you go later on, when Gordon is riding on the ride yeah. in the amusement park, he shows them all the pictures of Barbara naked. So, what, yeah. what, you know, what are you even talking about right now? Not only that, when Batman was, like, trying to find Barbara... Oh, no, what was it? A gym? And and he comes across these prostitutes. which is like, plain sight. They're, they're prostitutes. Yeah. And he's, like, and he's, like, talking. He's, like, oh. Um, he's trying to find where Joker is. No, that's what the thing. He was trying to look for Joker. And they're, like, oh, yeah, he usually uh, comes for us after he leaves Arkham. And he's, like, for what? He's like, well, you know, what old guys do, basically. And it's just like, oh, yeah, he, he wanted to fuck, but he didn't do that. He went to Barbara's house. So, yeah. just leave all it the that signs there. point there. Yeah. This is, all the signs point She there. got raped. Yeah. Sorry for it, anybody. It happened. Yeah, if it offends you, it happened. It's yeah. part but of the it's story. Not, it's not something they also not just, like, fucking made up mm-hmm. for, the, for the movie. Mm-hmm. It's something that happened in the comics as well. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure had a lot of controversy. Yeah, <laughs> back sure in those days. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, so yeah, um, I think <laughs> what what happened? <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Vin responded to the message. He's like, "I got the scoop on the new PPEC jam. <laughs> Flicker kill it. Flicker kill it. Flicker clit. Flicker clit. Oh yeah. shit." So yeah, I sent uh, Lucas Lewis Peepeck, uh, Lewis Peepeck, get your rabbit ass to the studio, slapping a titty, getting old, shit move to the top one hundred, low res fam. <laughs> and then Lucas says, Nah, I gotta keep the suspense and not release anything new until a certain time when no one expects it. And then Vin says, I got the scoop on the new Peepeck jam, flick it click. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. The Lucas, new P-Pack Jams. Yeah, Lucas, no, uh, no hot single. Flick a clip. Little titty killer. Little titty killer. 2012. Flick a <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Anyways, just to wrap it up with um, Killing, Killing Joke. Um, yeah, there was like a, a different in- intro uh, segment. Uh, yeah, the first 30 minutes of the film was uh, separate from the original Killing Joke comic book. Yeah. They did a little story. Basically, uh, 
telling that Barbara has feelings for Bruce Wayne, which is actually, that's canon to Batman comic books, but not canon to The Killing Joke yeah, yeah, in particular. Yeah. Uh, they do have some sort of a relationship, mm-hmm. and you know that happens. But yeah. they do that, uh, they come across a villain who's kind of crazy mm-hmm. and tries to like stalk uh, Barbara, mm-hmm. and Barbara... Uh, takes it to a whole nother level by fighting this guy and wants to kill him and then that's when she realizes she should probably step down from being a uh, Batgirl yeah because she almost got driven to the point that Batman always like told her about that he never wanted to cross himself yeah and they actually did sleep together in the in the mm-hmm. movie oh yeah they got hot and dirty yeah well you didn't see that either so. well I mean you yeah, grabbed yeah, their ass again yeah you, that you, was enough for half yeah, trouble again it was implied <laughs> Um, yeah, so that happened, and then when she comes close to killing the villain, she quits being Batgirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, as soon as she quits being Batgirl, Joker does what he does to her. Yeah. Thus making her Oracle from that point on. Yeah. That was actually how the movie ended, with her becoming Oracle. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was The Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Definitely recommended to go mm-hmm. check it out, whether... I don't know if it's still out in theaters. I don't think so, right? No, no. They had a couple it, days. Yeah, I said, it was yeah. just a couple of days showing. Yeah. But that's how big that movie was. DC animated films never get released in theaters. Like, ever. Ever, dude. So, there was so much buzz around this that theaters actually decided to run it. Yeah. So, that's really impressive in its own. Dude. <laughs> DC's coming up. They're... DC's coming up with their animated films. Well, they're, they're not there yet with their live action. They're not there yet. <laughs> As much as you want them to be, they're not there yet. I'm not saying they can't get there because they're on the right path, mm-hmm. but they still have some work to do. They need some guidance. Yeah, they need. They need some patience. They need le- leadership. They guide definitely, me, but be patient with me. <laughs> lead me, guide me, but be patient with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they need Jeff Johns. Honestly. They need Jeff Johns, and they need to not have Zack Snyder. Yeah, anymore. Get yeah. Del Toro in there. I'd like to see a Del Toro Justice League movie. What? Oh God! That, oh man, that just just that yeah. needs to be that needs to be a thing. You heard it here, folks. I'm gonna try to work on that. Getting <laughs> Del Toro. Yeah. Well, guys, um, this is pretty long. Um, if we you like, had more shit to talk about. Do you want to get into it? Do you want to try to make a try to make it maybe under two hours? I don't think we're gonna get. I guess. I mean, we got Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. Well, we don't really have much to talk about on Supergirl and like fucking Legends of Tomorrow or anything. We could just go right into Flash and Arrow, talk yeah. about the trailers, okay, things like that. All right, all right, yeah, all right, guys, just stick so, with us. So we're now getting into the DC TV shows. Yeah, uh, Supergirl. There's not much to report on that. Just um, um, but now it's moving from CBS to CW, joining yeah. joining the Flash Arrow verse yeah. of shows and Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Don't so now there's going to be four. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, four, four action-packed days. Of DC television starting October, dude. It's starting in October, um, a fucking week of DC shows, dude. Yes. Oh man, I'm culminating so in a four-part crossover in December. It's mm-hmm. a four-day crossover with all the shows coming together, which is it's going to be, be amazing. Phenomenal, yes. yeah. And also, a big thing that was announced with Supergirl, Superman is coming onto the show in season two. Uh, played by Tyler. Brandon Ruth. No, not Brandon Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> not Brandon Ruth. Yeah, and not Tom Welling's 
head on top of Brandon Routh's body. <laughs> Either. That's not that's not a thing. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube, click, uh, type in Smallville final scene. Yeah. You'll be treated to something special. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the link. There. We'll drop the link there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yes. Uh, played by Tyler Hoechlin. He was in uh, Teen Wolf. And a couple Never of other it. things. Never watched it. Yeah, yeah well, he's, he's a good actor. He's okay. a good actor, and he will be taking he... on the role of Superman. Mm. Ow, I hit myself in the balls. Oh! <laughs> um. We're out, guys. We're, we're out of member. <laughs> we lost a member. Yes, so that was the big news on Supergirl's front. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they said on Supergirl that uh, Batwoman, and I believe the Oracle, will Ooh. be making appearances in season two of Supergirl. Nice. Which is introducing the whole Bat Batman side mm-hmm. of that universe, but it's interesting to me because they established in season one of Supergirl that she doesn't exist on the same Earth as Flash and Arrow. So I don't know how they're going to make all this work. Hmm. They'll find a way, dude. I, I have because faith there in was them. a crossover in season one of Supergirl where Flash joined her show. Where he was, uh, if you remember in last season's Flash was jumping between Earths. Oh, right, and right. And while he was in the portal between Earths, yeah. he stumbled upon her Earth and helped her out. She had two villains oh. uh, that she was dealing with at once. And she Who knows? Maybe they just, like, maybe they forgot a portal and, I don't know. I don't or, know how they're going to explain Or maybe she joins their universe based on the trailer for what we saw in Flash. Oh, Oh God! Flashpoint! Flashpoint! <laughs> Start it out there. Spoilers! Flashpoint! Flashpoint! Alert! Yes. Woo woo woo! <laughs> At the panel for Flash season three, they Man. revealed. First off, spoiler alert! If you <laughs> didn't see the season finale of Flash season two, yeah, uh, Barry goes back in time to save his mother from Reverse Flash. But this time he actually completes the deal. Yeah. See, those other times he goes there and then he just finds himself he can't do it. Yeah. Because he knows it'll screw up the timeline. But this time he just doesn't care. He just wants his parents back alive. Yeah. So he goes and saves them. And if you're not a fan of comics, Flashpoint is one of the biggest arcs in Flash Mm -hmm. where Barry goes back and saves his mom and therefore causes a huge destructive future for everyone else in all of DC. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I've seen the, the, the animated uh, movie of Flashpoint. Yeah. Still as awesome. Yeah. Same idea. Still good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's not going to be quite the same thing where you oh, well you see how it affects Batman and all mm-hmm. those other things. Yeah. It's mainly going to affect his, his life as well as it's being said it's going to have a major effect on Arrow on Green Arrow and Oliver and his team and everything that happens with them. That Flashpoint is going to have a huge effect on that as yeah. well. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, one of the big things in the trailer, I think we saw... Well, first off, Kid Flash. Oh my god! The biggest god. thing in the world. I, dude, you saw me. I fucking yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's the... F- oh, Kid Flash! Ah. Kid Flash <sighs> will be in season three yeah. of... Flash, mm-hmm. which is going to be amazing. Uh, all types of things, man. Cisco being rich. Ugh. We got uh, 
Iris and Joe not knowing who the hell Barry is. Barry <laughs> Yet has again, both of well, his parents. Actually, yeah, no. yeah. First time, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be nuts, man. No. Yeah. It's yeah, this is amazing. Um, I'm looking forward for that shit. I really love that show. It. I actually love Arrow. I mean, sorry, Flash more than Arrow. But then we saw the Arrow um trailer. The Arrow trailer, which a lot of people, I will say this. A lot of people have soured on Arrow mm-hmm. uh, because they just say, as the seasons gone on, they got very repetitive, mm-hmm. doing similar stories. Um, but I just, I also feel like there's certain stories that they're not allowed to touch mm-hmm. when it comes to television because they're just a little brutal. Yeah, and that's a lot of things that happen in Arrow. Like I, I we discussed this on a previous episode of a podcast where they talk about Roy's drug addiction and yeah. how he becomes a methadone addict and yeah, oh, all yeah. these other things and he has to go through rehab mm-hmm. and like the second Speedy is like uh, a fucking prostitute who has HIV before Oliver takes her in and trains her how to shoot the fucking bow and arrow yeah. so there's certain things they can't address so they kind of mm-hmm. have to make up their own stories as they go along and I could see how they could become repetitive yeah. do the same things over and over again where like Oliver lies about, you know, yeah. some big secret of his past, and yeah. you know the team gets mad at him, and then they don't want to work with him anymore, and then they have to yeah. because the villain's going to blow up the world, and this, that, and the third. But yeah, so but you got to give him give Arrow the the show credit because it started like Flash, started you know Legends of Tomorrow, and, and that's another Supergirl coming in. That's another yeah. big thing that I think people don't pay enough attention to. Mm-hmm. That yes, Arrow, Arrow was the one who started this whole thing, and when they did, there was no other show, mm-hmm. so they had all the producers working on it at once, yeah, trying to make it the best show possible. When you start bringing in new shows like Legends of Tomorrow and Flash and, and Supergirl, you kind of have to break the team up so yeah. that each person can oversee each project, mm-hmm. and then that becomes counterintuitive to Arrow. Because they don't have the same attention to detail mm-hmm. that they once had. <laughs> like, this is funny. Like that time where uh, Arrow was fighting uh, the Atom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> leaves Roy Harper. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if people remember, but I think it was like season three? Season three, yeah. I think It was, yeah. It was season three where uh, Ray Palmer, yeah. the Atom, comes in. And... They're having a battle because he thinks Oliver is bad mm-hmm. for the city. He's a vigilante. And it's Oliver and Roy up against the Atom. Yeah. And the Atom sends a blast to Roy. Yeah. Hits him. And he goes flying into a, a, gate. a gate. Yeah. And falls. Yeah. Oliver then disables Adam's suit. Yeah. With like a shock arrow or yeah. something. Yeah. And then he's like, he turns around, he says something snarky, turns away. And just completely leaves the lot. Never <laughs> goes to pick up Roy or check on if he's okay. We never see him do- throughout the rest of that episode. Roy, for us, Roy was dead for the rest of the episode. Until he <laughs> just shows up next week, like, everything's all good. I think that's the reason why he left the show. That's definitely not the reason why. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah. So, yeah, like, um, there's a lot of this shit happening, but... The new season for yes, Arrow looks season, amazing. It looks awesome. So oh it picks up where season four left off. Again, spoilers. Mm. No one has seen it. At the end, Oliver has 
defeated and killed Damien Dark, who was the villain of season four. Mm-hmm. Stabbed him straight in the heart with an arrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver, because Damien Dark and his family is dead, Oliver by default was named the, the mayor of Star City. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, and his team has effectively left him. Yeah. All that's left of his team is himself and Felicity. <laughs> Diggle goes back to work in the army. Uh, Fia decides it's time to retire. And the Black Canary is dead. Uh, she yes. was she was murdered <laughs> a few episodes before. Finally. Much to my disappointment. I love Katie Cassidy who plays Laurel, the Black Canary. I'm not that convinced she was a good Black I'm not, Canary. I'm not that convinced you're a good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I I like Katie whatever the other one was as a Katie Cassidy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ass. laughs> no, but like yeah, it it, it takes on from that and now yeah. and so it starts from there mm-hmm. and then they get into Oliver uh, Felicity telling Oliver listen yeah you promised Laurel that you, you weren't gonna do this on your own mm-hmm. and you can't keep doing it because you're gonna get killed out there yeah not only are you you know such an important figure when you're a vigilante but at the same time you're now the mayor of the city and you can't afford to fucking die when this city needs you the most. Yeah. So it's time for you to start grooming a new team. So, uh, they have Mr. Terrific, who you saw was introduced in season four. Yeah. Uh, he will begin his training to become a vigilante. Yeah. You have, uh, I don't know the actor's name, but he's a Spanish dude who's in a lot of things. Oh, the, oh, the black cat dude. Is it? The, the boxer? Cat. No, no, no. Not that dude. Oh. Uh, the, Sorry, the Spanish spoilers. dude. <laughs> The Spanish dude from Coach Carter. Have you seen Coach Carter? No, I don't remember that movie. Fuck. Anyways, this is Spanish dude. I yeah. forgot his name. But he's playing Wild Dog, who's another vigilante from DC Comics. Oh, I didn't uh, know. Oliver is training him. Uh-huh. And the big surprise, uh, last season, there was a girl, Emily Sharp, who dressed up as the Black Canary once Alora was dead mm-hmm. because she wanted to l- continue on the legacy of the Black Canary, but Oliver stopped her. Mm. Because a vigilante is no place for a teenage girl. Yeah. But it seems like all a couple of months pass before Oliver brings her onto the team. Emily Sharp will be taking on the role of Artemis. Finally, yes. we're finally going to get to see Artemis for season five of Arrow. Oh, so She's amazing. joining the team. Ugh. If you don't know who Artemis is, she was never in the comics, uh, but she was in Young Justice, which is an awesome cartoon. Hell yeah. Uh, if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Artemis is a big part of the team there. Yeah. So, yeah. Look out oh for Artemis, season five of Arrow. I speculated Artemis was going to be uh, Thea. It was just I like... actually speculated that from the very first episode. In fact, I was at the very first Arrow panel ever at New York Comic Con that year. Oh, yeah. Let's post that... out that picture. With you and, oh, uh, me Thea. and Thea. Yes, I met Thea right after that, that Send show. Send me that picture. <laughs> I will. Yeah. It's actually on my Facebook, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'll post it. Yeah. So I actually uh, went up to the microphone while they were taking fan Q&A, and I asked the creator of the show, Mark Guggenheim, would you ever consider making Thea Artemis? And he says, <laughs> anything is possible. Ooh. It's certainly something we would consider. Yeah. So if they would have used that idea they would have owed me royalties <laughs> yeah. but instead they decided on speedy uh making her speedy but uh, now they're bringing artemis now they're bringing artemis in. so guys i think marcos is responsible for this 
Maybe. It was in the makings. Maybe. It was because know. of him that we have Artemis on <laughs> CW. Arrow. But this whole thing drives intrigue to me because we got Artemis. Mm-hmm. It seems as though in the trailer we're going to get Thea back. She's going to don the red costume again. Mm-hmm. And they, they never addressed it in the trailer, which I'm glad they didn't. They didn't spoil the big surprise. But, but Colton Haynes is returning as Roy for several episodes oh, in shit. season five. <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> yes. Maybe he loses his arm this time. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe he gets a But I addiction. think there is a chance that we may see the graduation of Thea from going from Speedy to becoming full-on Red Arrow. Yeah. Also, there at the very end, there was the introduction of a new villain. We don't know anything about him. We don't even know his name yet, but we know he's another archer. Oh, yeah. And he murders. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. A lot of things to look forward. Yes. So, I'm definitely excited. I know a lot of people were disappointed with Season 4 of Arrow. Yeah. And that was the big thing they wanted to stress at their panel. I want I want to make that clear right now. Mm. That they got a lot of uh, backlash from their decisions in Season 4. Yeah. And they said, with Season 5, they want to return to the soul of what the original season of Arrow was. Yeah. Which was Oliver protecting his city for his father's wishes. And no flashbacks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they actually, yeah, they did say that uh, Oliver did hint that season five would mark the end of the flashbacks, that this might be the final year that he was away from Star City. Yeah. And that after season five, we may no longer be seeing the flashbacks anymore. Which would be interesting to see now how they're going to fill up the other half of the show. Because half of the show is always fucking flashbacks. (laughs) Well, I mean, they have their plate full. I mean, they have all these characters in Arrow, so... But it doesn't doesn't seem like they were doing anything with them before, so... Well, I mean, I I don't know. I think this is the season where they're going to really, like... Because it's like, this is October, all these... um, uh, DC shows are lined up for four days a yes, week. Yes, they, they are in the biggest spot that they have ever been in right now. I mean, I know they were their only show at one point, and the entire contingency of DC relied on this show being yeah. good. But right now, they're in a tough spot, because DC Legends was a huge hit season one. Yeah. Flash right now is the number one show, I think, of the four. Mm-hmm. And Supergirl was a sleeper surprise. Yeah, yeah. Because it started out slow, but it really picked up as the show went on. Mm-hmm and had some good shit and I'm pretty sure there's going to have even better shit in season 2 so this is a spot where the the writers and stuff are going to have to step up in Arrow and make it just as good as the other three yeah damn man I'm so excited for October <laughs> we didn't even get to talk about DC Legends oh yeah we didn't yeah. well there's not there's not much to it uh, they had a brief trailer they didn't really show much the big thing that came from the panel was that the big villain reveal for season two of DC Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. will be the Legion of Doom. Oh. A different iteration. It's not the Legion of Doom that everybody knows <laughs> and wants to see. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a smaller team. I'm, well, actually, they haven't confirmed that it's just going to be those four. Mm-hmm. They only announced those four as of this point, so there could be more added. But I think that's right a good now, move, yeah. Just keep it a secret yeah. until it comes that's out. That's good, yeah. yeah. It's smart. Yeah. Uh, right now, the confirmed names are Reverse Flash, mm-hmm. Malcolm Merlin, Captain Cold, and 
Who's the fourth? Uh, Captain Bane. Cold. Who's <laughs> not Bane? Oh, Damien Duck. Oh, yeah, Damien Duck. Damien yeah. Duck from Arrow Season 4. Mm-hmm. See, the whole thing is is that Oliver killed Damien Duck in 2016, but Damien Duck is obviously still alive in previous times of that. So, if, yeah. this is the whole theory that me and Leo immediately thought of yeah. when we saw the trailer. There's a battle in the trailer mm-hmm. between uh, uh, White Canary, Sarah Lance, White yeah. Canary, and Damien Dark during World War Two. So there's a thought <laughs> uh-huh. that if Sarah kills Damien Dark back in '92, doesn't that erase everything he did in 2016, even including the death of Laurel? <sighs> oh, that could be the way they bring her back. I mean, it's Black Canary. It, it's possible. It's possible. Maybe, maybe not. We won't know. I think it's going to happen. I have faith that it's going to happen. They keep saying that they're not going to bring her back full time. Yeah, But they have a way. And I could see the other way because remember, she was in, um, she was in Flash. Yeah. In season two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in her Earth 2 form. Uh-huh. So that could be another way how they say they spread her out and use her in other places. Mm-hmm. But Katie Cassidy is definitely not done in no. the DC universe. No. They have established that. They just haven't said that, oh, Black Canary, Laurel Lance will be back. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it's Laurel Lance, dude. She's Black Canary. I mean... White Killer. It's so, to me, like, I am dreading the inevitable of what I believe is going to happen. In my opinion, I, I fucking fear the day. What? But I feel like they're going to throw the Black Canary costume onto Felicity at some Aww. point and make her the Black Canary and I mean, put them together and I just me and Marcos have this debate on Felicity so he doesn't like her I, I love her I fucking despise Felicity but I think we can agree that I would not like to see that no I would not Felicity becoming Black Canary it's that's just like so the stupidest bad. move it's ever it's so bad like and that's I something totally Zack Snyder would do <laughs> I could totally see it you wanna know why why because the Think about every iteration of Black Canary that there's ever been when it, it was like cartoons mm. or animated films or like comic books. Yeah. What does she look like? <laughs> She's blonde. She's blonde with a red lipstick. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it, I think you're right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what they were going for. I'm telling you, they're gonna put at some point they're gonna do a thing where like Felicity begs Oliver to train her. She's gonna take the jacket, like cut it kind of short, <laughs> yeah, and oh. have the full-on black, <laughs> the blonde hair, the red lipstick, and she's gonna be Black Canary. I mean, as much as visually that'd be nice to look at, because I love Felicity, but no, no, just don't do it. Just don't do it. You're gonna destroy everything. <laughs> that's when Arrow land. goes downhill. Yeah, that's when Arrow goes downhill. I will quit, and I've never quit on Arrow. Yeah, there's some people who have quit on Arrow. I, I, I have. Never. I kind of did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't to this day because. Honestly, Arrow is the one who started this whole thing. Yeah. We wouldn't have Flash, we wouldn't have Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have Supergirl if it wasn't for Arrow. Arrow is the Iron Man of DC, basically. DC, t- television. Yeah, television. So, yeah. there you have it, folks. It's just... Yeah, it's just a given fact. It's just a given fact. There's... Yeah. Oh, man. We've talked a lot. <laughs> we have. I mean, I think I might do a two-part, and I'll just do, like, a little snippet where I'll just explain in the first one that we'll do it two parts. Okay. It's just, I, I don't know. I'll find a way to make it work. Yeah, so, it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, just to wrap it up, guys. This is going to be an amazing 
amazing couple years. We had more fucking topics. We had two more topics to talk to you about, but we already went to. What hours. was it? Oh, right. We still have Wonder Woman and uh, fucking Justice League. Justice League trailers. I think one of our rants went way too long. I think it was the Power Ranger rant. Yeah, the Power Rangers went a half hour. <laughs> I think it, that deserves its own. Uh... <laughs> that deserves no, its own episode. Man, yeah, if Steve was here. Oh yeah, but that show would have been like an hour <laughs> alone. That's its own episode. Yeah, but yeah, guys. Uh, just to wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot to look forward to when it comes to comic books. Uh, yeah, just nostalgia. Yeah, in general for us as children, and <laughs> a lot of good stuff is coming our way. TV, movies. Yeah kinds of shit man it's gonna be and amazing it's, it's a great time to be a fan of shit that you were a fan of as a child <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna jizz your pants this is, yeah. this is gonna happen guys we have but, yeah. never seen just a collection of stuff that's on the way like, mm-hmm. like what we're about to see yeah <sighs> so much good stuff yeah alright but yeah anywho with that being said We'll see you guys. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Thanks for putting up with an hour and 57 minutes of bullshit. Which may be just like a two-part series. Yeah. We may cut this in uh-huh. half. And mm-hmm. sorry if we didn't talk about um, Wonder Woman and Just, just Sleep. Sleep. We will get to those yeah. on some point in another episode. I mean, if you really want to hear us talk about it, comment below. <laughs> so, seriously, Vote let it. us know. Yeah. We'll do like a mini like half-hour episode talk about both those trailers and yeah. stuff like that. For now... Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Me and Leo signing out. I don't know what we're signing out to. Signing we're out. Signing out. Fucking love the show. <laughs> it's amazing. Alright, All see right, you guys. guys. Bye. Yo, Lambs. If you like this podcast and want to listen to more, we'll be uploading almost every Monday on our SoundCloud for now at soundcloud.com forward slash Marvio Podcast. That's Marvio Podcast. M A R. V-E-O podcast, all one word. And you can keep up on our social media on our Twitter and Instagram at Marvio Podcast. That's all one word, Marvio Podcast.